Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Just water. Uh, you know how long it's been since I've got to wash my face. You just had a shave and a haircut back in Albany. I mean a proper wash. Jesus, John. This isn't a proper wash. The basin is... Oh, good. shut up. I will when you hear me out. For once, I'm trying For to... once? You've been yammering on about this stupid thing since Poughkeepsie. Stupid? That is easy for you to say. It is stupid. Where's the... The t- Where's the what? Where's the fucking towel, John? What? You can't feel it out on your own? 
Oh, you're a real donkey sometimes, you know that. To the left of the bowl. <sighs> Thank you. Oh. Still the face of someone not to fuck with. You look like you're 80 pounds sopping wet. And the new suit helps. But with the scar on your neck, yes, I'd say you still have an intimidating stance. I do like the mustache. It's all the rage. Or so said our friend the barber. Now are you ready to hear me out? Oh, for fuck's sake. What? Don't brush me off again, Arthur. Just a minute. I am sick and tired of this attitude you've had. Sorry, I appreciate your patience. I have been. Not you. You brushed me off from the beginning without giving anything I said a second thought. Excuse me. And I've put up with you. Excuse me. Through all of this, and in all that time, in everything we've been through, yeah. Yeah. I haven't asked for much. Jesus, Arthur, for all we've Pardon. done, for all we've Thank accomplished, to treat me like a fucking passenger. Uh, uh, sorry, is the one next to you taking? You have no idea how degrading it feels. Thank you. To be. You saw a goddamn advertisement for a film. Yes, Arthur! And you brushed off seeing it like it was nothing. It's just moving pictures, John. Look, I like the cinema as much as the next person. Easy for you to say. You've seen plenty of films. I've seen a few, yes. But now, the truth is you don't want to endure it for me. You're being selfish. Selfish? Yes. Because you know you'll just be sitting there in the dark the whole time. While I get to enjoy myself. That's not the reason. Isn't it? It's not the only reason. And yet you eat. Savagely, I might add. Which brings me no joy whatsoever. I eat to live, you twit. Oh, and that brings you no joy. Oh, for fuck's sake, listen to me. We are wanted men still, John. Or rather, I'm a wanted man. Have you forgotten what we talked about? And that prevents us from attending the movies, why? I don't know. Sure, whatever, fine. If we have the time, we'll see a movie in the city. Okay? Is that what you want? Yes. Then fine. You've gotten your wish, whack job. Thank you. Look, we have bigger fish to fry. Are we alone? Can I talk openly? What do you mean? Well, can we chat without me looking odd? You're sitting next to a woman. What? Well, how close? She's been looking at you the entire time. She looks quite offended. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry. Well, now she looks more offended. <laughs> Moron. Excuse me. The joining car looks quieter. It's tough to see because it's so dark outside. This way? Yes. It's nearly dinner time. We should make our way to the dining cart soon. Of course. Oh, give me a break. <sighs> yes, this car is quieter. Less people for sure. Anyway, we have bigger fish to fry. Larson and his whole operation. Is there a seat here? Yes. Matthew <sighs> wasn't able to tell us much. <sighs> no. He said that the Order of the Fallen Star was in New York and that it hides in plain sight. He also said most don't even know what it is, let alone where. Yeah, well, you were insistent on asking more, but... Was I? Yes, you wanted to know more about New York. You were insistent, remember? I suppose maybe I felt responsible for... Regardless, most not knowing where it is doesn't bode well. 
But the fact that it hides in plain sight speaks to it being something rather obvious, in a way. Just that people don't look hard enough, I suppose. So what are your thoughts? Well, he compared it to the Freemasons. The Freemasons? Yes, which got me thinking. You know, they're like a secret society, in a way. A fellowship. A group of typically powerful people in a society. It's all very silly. But a secret society nonetheless. Yes. You need to know a member to be considered for membership. Plus there are rituals and ceremonies. Sounds familiar. Yes. Well, I'm thinking that the best way to go about finding our Order of the Fallen Star may be to go through the Freemasons. At the very least, you know, if one society doesn't know about the other, there could be an overlap in membership. That makes sense. How do you intend on finding, let alone gaining membership to a secret society? Well, I know a member of the Freemasons. Really? Yes, well, well, knew. Faroe's mother, uh, Bella. Well, her father was a Freemason. Your father-in-law? In a way, I suppose. Though not technically. Daniel. And he lives... Well, in the city, last I heard. Well... Yes, but... Well, I have thoughts on that. We don't necessarily need to confront him, really, to ask for... Arthur, there's a man standing next to you. Oh. He's looking at you as if... waiting. Yes, can I help you? He has his hand out, expectantly. Oh, my apologies. My, my ticket, he said. Is, uh... Here. Name... Will Henley. He's passed. Only to be mindful. After all, who knows what's happened back in Arkham. Speaking of, you know, when we get to the city, we'll need a place to stay. A hotel or the like. And if we want... Another man has entered. Right. If we want to get a hotel, it may be wise to... Arthur, this gentleman, has sat right next to us. There are plenty of other vacant seats. Furthermore, he saw you muttering to yourself. <clears throat> He's not reacting. Should we move? He seems nervous. Jittery, almost. He's clenching his jaw and unclenching it. Arthur, I have a bad feeling about him. Mind you, moving could draw attention. Perhaps it's best to just stay seated. <clears throat> it's your call. <clears throat> the man is older. He has patchy black hair with wisps of gray. He's balding on top. He's got dark circles around his eyes, which somewhat give the impression that he doesn't sleep or has trouble. His suit is nice but a little wrinkled, as if he slept in it. Overall, he seems well put together, if not a bit distracted. Right. The sun is setting as the snow has picked up quite a bit. Well, in fact, it's, it's quite lovely outside. Hmm. The trees that pass the windows are covered in freshly fallen snow, dusted with it almost. 
the thick flakes that fall make it difficult to see them in the fading light. I'm glad to be inside, Arthur. Away from Addison. Uh, bless you. The man isn't making eye contact. His small round glasses are now on his lap as he's looking through his pockets. I can't seem to... God. He sneezed in his hand, Arthur. Uh, can I... Would you like... Do you have a handkerchief? Not our handkerchief, Arthur! Here. Uh, thank, you, thank you. We just bought that! Thank you. Keep it. That's awfully kind. Don't mention it. Oh, God. The train is jostling quite a bit. Are you okay? Oh, no, no, no. Not at the moment, no. He's gripping the seat firmly. That's my arm, sir. Oh, dreadfully sorry. God. There. It seems the bumpy track has passed. <laughs> I'm not mad, by the way. Muttering to myself like this. I wasn't... Uh... Yeah, I, I just... I'm sorry, I, I took the seat next to you. I, I saw you doing the same and thought perhaps that you were like me. Like you? I'm afraid I'm not much of a traveler, uh, you see. Neither am I. I. You too get nervous on these things. Well, I... Uh... <coughs> nervous? My usual companion didn't get on with me in Poughkeepsie. So I thought you know, just finding a person to sit there would help. Right, of course. Uh, no problem. He's using us for comfort, Jesus Christ. You don't mind terribly, do you? Of course not. I, uh, I welcome the companionship. Companionship? Too quiet in here. Really, Arthur. I just, I welcome the chat. My name is Henley. Will Henley. Ah. <laughs> That's a strong name. Percival Griffiths is mine. <laughs> what are you heading to New York for, William? Well, uh, family, at the moment... I suppose. Uh, a little early for the holidays, no? Unless you intend to stay a while. <laughs> Not the plan, no. Just visiting. Yourself? Oh, no, I, I live in the city, or just outside of. Oh, so you were in Poughkeepsie? For work, yes. My work keeps me rather busy. And uh, what is it you do? Banking, mainly. But we're expanding out this way. Expanding? Oh, so you must be someone of great note in the banking industry. You could say that. I'm afraid I don't know much of it. Ugh. And, and your work? I, I'm... I'm a newspaper reporter. Oh, for which? I'm, I'm actually no longer... I've, I recently lost my job. But I am looking for work in the city. I was in Arkham previous, or just outside of it. Arkham, up near Boston? Yes, yes. I don't know the area very much, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, sadly, I, I know it too well. The train must be passing a particularly oh, snowy part. It's bumping again. I can't seem to. Well, yeah. yes, yes. Well, that's that's my arm again. Oh yes, uh, dreadfully sorry again, Mr. Griffiths. How did your companion aid you in your travels? Truth be told, it's all very silly, but well, they would read to me. Read to him. Right. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I don't have a book. Uh, anything would do. I don't know if I can. I, uh... See my mind, it, it wanders. It, uh, it thinks of the rails and the snow and the jostling of the lines. 
twisting of metal, the grinding of iron, as the train cannot stop and the frozen icy rails as we round the bend, the train becomes derailed and crashes down into a fiery inferno. Yes, yes, I, I see your point. Yes. Right, well... Please, really, if you could just say anything, some story, something, keep my mind off this terrible train. I don't, I... I very much appreciate it. Tell him something so he'll shut up. Please, please, anything. Uh, I, uh... I, I once read a short story, actually, a, n- a number of years ago now. Um, about a man named Matt Rullen, if I recall correctly. The story opened with him trudging through the icy wilderness of Alaska, or some such place. He moves through the wilderness, the frozen wasteland of the far north, inching his way across the face of the universe, felt himself completely at the mercy of these colossal forces among which he picked his way. It was not that they were malicious. It was simply that they disregarded him. He was in their eyes of no account at all. His his mother had died. His wife had died. Men he loved had died. And this solitary man was working toward something and it's revealed to be a cabin one he shared with a friend some years back and and when he arrives despite assuming it would be empty that old friend is there already that his friend has the fire warm and the cabin is the epitome of comfort (laughs) and as Matt sees his salvation he's elated and yet his friend asks him why he arrived And Matt tells him that he had killed a man back where he was, panning for gold or or wherever. And because of that, he he needed to leave. But Charlie tells him he can't stay. That he is there with someone, a woman, uh, and that he can't stay. And Matt pleads with him, confused, unsure of what to do. and, And Charlie just tells him no he must leave and 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 when he is that you Hmm? isn't that you Arthur that page boy there he seems to have a telegram or a note for you he's he's calling you Arthur I didn't notice there's a man standing at the far end of the cart near the door He's wearing a uniform and holding up a letter. Oh, so he does. He's calling out Will Henley. Well, uh, are you going to get it? Yes, Uh, yes. I I suppose I should. Right, right. Excuse me. This can't be good. (coughs) Excuse me, thank you. I think we should ignore it. And what is our reasoning? We can't justify ignoring a message from my assumed name. It would give obvious doubt. But taking the letter is... Risky as well, I know. We've been backed into a corner. It's a smart play. Very smart. Yes, I'm Will Henley. Thank you. Uh, for your troubles. Oh, 
It's a plain white envelope, with Will Henley written in simple script on the front. Well? It's a single piece of folded paper. Anything written on it? Yes, only two words. Okay, well, what do they say? Arthur Lester. anyone trying to watch us? Turn! Percival! Suspiciously so. No! Anyone else? Not that I... Wait. What? Through the door in the next car towards the front of the train. There's a man watching us. Is he? Yes, Arthur. What does he look like? It's the man from before. The one you showed your ticket to. He's short, with a thin, graying beard. His eyes are cold, pale blue, almost gray. He has wisps of short, salt and pepper hair peeking out from beneath a hat. You're sure he's watching us? He's smiling at us. At us? You're sure? Arthur, he's lifted his hat to us in acknowledgement. The crown of his head is bald. Wait, wait, wait. Pinstripe? Yes. He's not wearing a uniform? No. We showed our ticket to a random person. How was I supposed to know that they... Fuck. We need to move. Where? The back of the train, now. How did they find us? Who? We need off this train. Who, Arthur? The police, Larson? Not the police. This is... This is bad. Is he following? I can't tell. Turn around. Okay, but quickly. He's no longer there. But he hasn't passed into our car yet. The door. I used a pseudonym. How did he... You do have some telltale scars, Arthur. Our hat hides my ear. My neck wounded. Keep moving. No, 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 he, he didn't know. He, he had to verify. Why? You don't act on something unless you're sure. Sure of what? Act on what? He, he asked our ticket when he approached. No, he didn't. What do you mean? No, he didn't ask for anything other than your name. No, no he, he held out his hand. And said nothing. You, you're right. He, he didn't ask for our ticket. What would that accomplish? Christ, anything. You're a beggar to some, offering a cigarette to others. In our case, confusing a ticket taker. Fuck! He said nothing and got something from us. So he was gathering information. If he's looking for me, he probably did that to almost everyone on board. Everyone would offer something different. It prompts most people to interact, and it's innocuous enough to be forgotten. Why did he suspect us, though? Will Henley, have you used that name before? No, but... It does belong to someone. You don't think that... You picked a fucking real person to pose as? I... Jesus Christ, Arthur! Still, he couldn't be certain. He would have to verify... Like the way he did. Like the way you reacted. Fuck. Why did he let us see? Why, Why would he let us... Why did you stop? 
Why did he let us see? Why not? What's his goal? He doesn't want to talk. No? No, no, he could have come up to us for that. Is he still following? I can't see him, but there are a number of people in this car. Okay. Wait, how many people? I don't know, Arthur. The car is full. Just keep moving. There are less people in the back of the train. Where's the lavatory? Behind you, the left. But if we're being pursued... <clears throat> we need Why to move, Arthur. What are you... Why did he let us see him? We already had seen him! If he had wanted to talk, he would have come up and he would have talked. He wanted to... S I th did he want to scare us? Why? Because. What do you do when you're scared? You run. Exactly. Exactly what? He's hurting us, John. He's trying to get us to the back of the train. It was my exact instinct as well as yours to move as far away as possible. So? So, why? The back of the train is empty? Yes. Yes. I think... I think he may aim to do us harm. It wouldn't be the first time. That's quite a leap, though. We killed two of Larson's family. Or blood, at least. Released his prisoners, took his car, ditched it in Albany. I have no idea how he could have figured out we were on this train, but obviously someone got on. Maybe he's not sent by Larson. The odds of someone else are... slim, but not impossible. Regardless, the smart play is to treat this man as if he were meaning to kill us. Okay. So, you think he wants us to head to the back of the train? I think he wants to get us away from people. He knew we wouldn't simply come if asked, no matter the guise, but... But? <sighs> but for whatever he thinks he knows about us, I intend to prove him wrong. Yes, Arthur. If we stay in crowded places, he won't be able to get us. You think? What makes you think he won't just hurt others as well? I... I guess I don't... Well, I don't know how brutal this man is. If he's willing to risk others' lives, then staying in this crowded car is dangerous. You could head straight for him. Possible, but then what? Again, that's no different than staying here. If he's willing to risk others' lives... So what do you suggest? Well... Well, I think he wants us to head to the back of the train. And you want to do that? If we can get him into the end car and slip out the window, I may be able to loop around him and decouple the car. You mean trap him in the caboose? Yes. It's riskier for us, but safer for others on board. I don't know, Arthur. I feel like staying in the crowds... Maybe even moving to the front of the train where it's busier is the smarter call. We can stay near that man Purcell. If he tried to maneuver us back here, doesn't that say something about his inability to do something in front of others? But if we can leave him on the tracks, then when we get to New York we'll be safer as well. Otherwise he'll just get off with us. Follow us into some back alley and... Just a minute. Well? Well... I'm done hiding. <clears throat> Sorry. 
It's not here. In case you were wondering. For only a moment. The back of the train is to the right. Okay. This is a risky move, even for us. I won't risk others' lives right now. And if he's clever enough to weed us out in the way he has, he's clever enough to have a plan should we not play his little game here. I suppose so. The intelligent move, our only real move, is to let him think he has us. Has us? I want him to underestimate us as much as possible. Why? Because those who have underestimated me have regretted it. Okay. So? So, we do what he wants. We head to the back of the train. If worse comes to worse, we get off. Get off? The train? Arthur, you'll break both your legs! You said it was snowing. I'm willing to take my chances if things get dire. Fine. But decoupling the caboose is still our first option, right? Yes, if I'm correct. He's following us now, waiting for us to get into the final car. I can't see him. No, no. He wouldn't want to be seen following. That would work against his intention. To make us feel safe. Perhaps you're giving him too much credit, Arthur. Maybe this is just a... No. I won't make the mistake that I want him to. And you intend to slip out the window? Yes. Assuming he's following us, when we reach the back of the train, he'll ensure, if he hasn't already, that it's empty. At which point, if he intends to kill us, he'll get us out back. The shot is less likely to be heard. Clean-up is as easy as dumping us overboard. Yes. <laughs> You're getting it now. I'm remembering why I enjoyed this. Enjoyed? Yes, well, there was a brief moment there. Before... Well, the prospect of your occupation seemed quite... exciting. Well... You are my eyes. Best be training them to think like me. Anyway, yes, he'd dump us overboard. But... If we loop around, get to the junction point that connects the caboose and the second-last car after he's entered it, then... Then you think you can decouple it? I don't know. It may be wise to stop briefly and examine it. But anyway, that's the plan. The fledgings of one. We've succeeded with less. If all you said is correct, should we be selling it a bit? Sell it? Play act. Act. Jesus Christ, Arthur, pretend. Make it clear that he's rattled us. I don't think... We wouldn't make a scene. It's an idea. Okay, well... <sighs> Move out of the way! Yes, like that. Move out of the way! Okay, you're overselling it. You're in the second last car now. Move toward the back and see if we can't find a moment to study the connector. It'll be between the cars. Yes, I assumed. Here. Wait. Turn around. I, I want to see if he's following. Nothing. He's very good. Or I'm wrong. Either way. Carefully now! Well, guide me! This is very different than just walking forward. Stay! There, by your left foot. Here? Take a half step to the right. There! 
Yes, bend down. Let me see it. There's a large pin here. I think if we pull it up... It will allow the train cars to separate. It seems so. Or should we try to lift it? Yes. It's coming easily. So, we can do this? Yes. All right, well then. No time to waste. Open the door. It's stuck. Just pull hard. Well? It's a car used for the crew, I think. Typically, yes. It's a small room. A wood stove sits on the right, a bed to the left, a large black coat hangs above the bed, and there's a small writing desk at the far end. The windows are shut. Heavy wooden window dressings block all light. It's dark in here. Okay. Well... There's a single door on the other side of this room. Lavatory? Perhaps. Well, let's get this window open, quickly. You think he's right behind us? How do these... Uh... It's a wooden shutter. Open. There. Uh, I think he must be right behind us. Odd that we didn't see him, even a little bit. Thankfully, there's no other way back here. No. Well... Well, what? Well, there's always the top of the cars, but... But that would be mad. <laughs> yes. But, also... Also? What? It's the smartest. What is? This is a trap. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Arthur! There's a man behind us! You ducked out of the way! How did you... Well, that was a fine maneuver. You're the first to move that quickly. What the fuck do you want? Arthur, he's holding a wire. It isn't obvious. It's the man. He's holding a piano wire. Larson? Listen to me. Whatever Larson is paying you, whatever he told you I did. Why aren't you looking at me? Arthur, back up! Talk to me, goddammit! Look, we can... He's in the car. There's still a chance you could decouple it. Talk to me. Whatever he paid you to... Can you see me? What? The what? door is right behind us. Arthur, he's coming closer. Move! Would you just move behind you, the door? Arthur, the door is jammed! No, no you don't. Oh, Arthur! Arthur, his hands are around your neck! Fuck you! Fuck you! Yes, Arthur! What? Door! Quickly, open it! Yes! Arthur, he has you against the rail. Be careful. Fuck you. Arthur, the rail, hold on. You're almost over the side. His face, Arthur. Bastard. The rail's bending. Arthur, the tracks. Your head is hinges from the ground! Lay your head down! Arthur! Don't let him! No! 
<laughs> He's off, gathering his breath. Orthon, you tore his cheek. You got a few good ones in there. I'll give you that. Why did you? Why did you? Get off of him. He's pacing. His nose is bleeding. You had me. Uh-uh. You... I was told to make this messy. The tracks aren't messy enough. He's still pacing. Keep him talking. There's a lot of blood in the head. Can't walk off the train having you all over me, can I? You're not walking off this train at all. <laughs> well, look at you building castles in the air. You've spunk. Have you forgot where you are? Not for a moment. Lad, you're lying on your back. Snow stinging your cheeks, bleeding from the lip. And you still got the gumption of a man holding the cards. He nearly pushed you off the train. I know I am. And you're bleeding too. So as I am. Who are you? Well now, you're halfway to being wise. The Butcher, some call me. Is that a family name? Spitting blood. I see why you picked the name. You really don't give up, do you? Fortunately, I ain't your dancing partner. Now, time to get up. Morse. He's pulled out a gun. So you can't kill me here, then? Come on, lad. Don't fight now. I'm on the clock. Morse. If we roll backwards, there's a slim chance we would survive the fall. He's moving closer, Arthur. Don't get... That's a good lad. No! Arthur, you... The pin. You removed the... Don't let him see it! You first. Keep him looking at you! Turn around. If I'm gonna die, I want you to look at me. Of course I'm gonna look at you, lad. That's the best part. The question is, whether you can see me. Arthur, the train is moving ahead. The gap is starting to grow. I see you. Do you? But what am I? A killer. I'm a whisper lad. An old scratch. A death mask. You have no idea how many I've done. How many more I will? You sound like you have a debt. Call it a gift. He paid well for this gift? Arthur, we're lagging behind on the rails. There's maybe a two-foot gap. Now- Pay? It's not about the pay, lad. No? Then what is this about? Memento Mori. Memento Mori. Arthur, the gap is widening. You think just because we all die? You can enjoy taking others' lives, you... An educated man, I say. Fuck you! Fuck you and your justifications for murder! You... You're a fire, lad. I can see it. You have no idea. Yet yeah, you don't seem to see me. What's wrong with your eyes, lad? Can you see me? I don't need to see you to kill you. That's right. It's a sin, boy. Arthur, you can't wait too much longer! No more a sin than killing innocent. Innocent? Ha. Now you tell me honestly, and answer with your whole heart. Are you innocent? What? Arthur! 
Are you innocent? It's a simple question, lad. Are you? I... Truth now. Ah, see. You're not far off from me. I'm nothing like you. I think even you know that's not true. Arthur! Either way, it's been nice, lad. You don't want to turn around far enough. The nagging part of me says you can't see this coming anyway. For someone so observant, you've missed a big piece here. What's that? <clears throat> I decoupled the cars. Now, Arthur! He's looking out the window! He isn't shooting. No, he's smiling. Why? Arthur is lifting his hat again, tipping it to him. Jesus. Well, he knows where we're going, and he knows what we look like, and he knows my name. Yes. New York is bound to be a barrel of laughs. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.